0: But uh, I, the first time I did comedy was at Eastville. Oh, you started a, in the city. Yeah, I yeah, did uh, too. Yeah, like I started uh, eight years ago actually this right. week, um, or no, maybe a month ago. Eight, yeah, so yeah, so I did that. Uh, I did one show for like basically new comics. It was basically a bringer type right. show, and uh, you know I brought like. 40 people yeah so, so <laughs> shot then, your
1: wad on that one
0: not really they st- kept booking me they're like oh we will have to be back and i would always get like 10 plus people oh wow, so
1: you were one of those good ones who could bring yeah. yeah so but
0: i was doing these shows and i'd always be like one of the two best comics on this right. showcase show and i was like and, you know, they all have coverages of, like, 15 25 bucks yeah. that my friends are paying. I'm like, if I'm going to make my friends come to a fucking show, I should not be one of the best comics on. I've yeah. been for three months. So then I started producing my own shows. Oh, smart. Yeah. Where would so you I, produce them? Um, produced at uh, The Pit was the first show I did regularly. Okay. Uh, and then we got tired of them cause they wouldn't even like give us drink tickets. They were so fucking cheap and we we're like packing the place and you know, had a great show and great bar scene. So then I started doing a show at Karma Lounge. Um, uh, my roommate at the time was the general manager there and he kind of saw the business we were bringing into the pit he was like, Oh, why don't you do it here? And Karma is actually great room for yeah. comedy. It's, it, you know, it's, it's got kind of a bad reputation cause I like, think there's been a lot of bad comedy there for a long time Oh, right. or did when God. we first started doing it. Um and but we put on good shows. We'd book like really great comics and, you know, just do a free show. Yeah, you know
1: Cerule, right? Huh? You know Jeff. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And I ran a show with Jeff too. So I started doing that show. I did that show, got that to every week on Fridays. I was running a weekly show for a while at Revision on Thursdays. Now I'm doing two shows at New York Comedy Club, the one with Matt Schwartzer and the one with Sean Murphy. Oh yeah. And oh, uh, Sean Murphy. That's yeah. the
1: Murphy guy? No.
0: Yeah, do you know Sean Murphy? He,
1: he knows him. He talks about him sometimes. get... Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, and I got to know Jeff along the way, actually, I think, doing, like, Lucky Jacks uh, with uh, Lance Weiss. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, like yeah. Fitzgibbons. Oh, yeah, I remember that then show. Yeah, and, then, and we just hit it off. I, I always liked Jeff. Like yeah, he's a good yeah, dude. He's a real solid guy. Uh, and then when I moved to Astoria, I'm like, well, if I'm going to be in Astoria, I should do a show here. So he and I did a monthly show uh, at this place called Oliver's. Okay. And we called it Oliver's Clothes Off. And uh Oh nice. It was a very <laughs> <cool room. laughs> Yeah. So that was that was probably the worst show I ever ran. We had good comics, but it was a very tiny room and we didn't it was difficult for us to get people out because, you know, I'd moved to a story but I didn't know a lot of people there. All so, right. and everybody's a comic there anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean it's did you get people in there?
0: Uh you know, we it was a small room, so if we had eight it felt crowded. Right. But we'd get like eight. <laughs> it's weird how
1: that story is like every comic lives there. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, I guess there's been some good shows there, but it's there's no
0: real comedy club there. There's I mean, no comedy QED. club. QED. Well, QED. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's good. It's a nice room, but right. not like a comedy club. It's like it feels more alternative right. to me. Uh, but New York has been great. The shows there have been a lot of fun. Yeah, well, that's a great room, yeah. man. What's your kind of trajectory been with the shows?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I guess uh, over the years, I you know, I started in New York, but I think I also v- I've run a lot of shows over the, over the years, but only all out of like I think just out of frustration because. When you go on other people's shows, especially when you're starting out, you just don't get any time. You can't do anything. Yeah. And and then so you're like, well, if I have my own show, I can give myself a lot of time and and plus if you go on someone else's show, sometimes you always want to like bring it so you can't work on new material a lot. And I never liked doing open mics that much cuz I felt like maybe I just went to the wrong ones. I uh, don't
0: know, there's no right open mic. Yeah. I would do them and I, you know, I'd go in I'd have like a joke that I thought was funny. I would do it at the open mic. I would lose confidence in it. But if I did it at a show first time it would do well i was like I'm, you know open mics are not a good place at least not to it's a good place to work stuff out but i don't think it's a good place to like judge right you know what's gonna go well you could have stuff sh- suck in an open mic and still be a good joke yeah, I know. you know. have stuff crushing an open mic and like there's no way you should ever say it was, it they're like just very
1: tub. clicky and stuff you know if you're not in with the group and they're all laughing at each other and stuff yeah you know? yeah it, and then it's, it's kind of if
0: it's like your click but yeah. otherwise it you know, and it
1: gets dark in a hurry yeah, yeah. yeah I, I Not that agree. I don't like dark jokes. It's just some of the jokes get so
0: no, but the whole room gets that kind yeah. of darkness to it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, no, I agree. He's I like,
1: d- he didn't do a rape joke, and I'm like, and then some of these guys who yeah. are good at the
0: open mics, they have all these rape jokes,
1: and, and then they, they go in the clubs and they get their asses handed. No, to them. that's
0: what I learned, and I learned that you know, I you know, obviously that going from you know an open mic to a bar show, you know, I learned that quickly. Like people were good, at open, I'm like, nah, I wouldn't even put them on the show. Uh, but then. Going from bar shows to club shows also I felt was a totally different skill. So a lot of people that I knew who did a lot of bar shows, weren't good at bar shows, would do, you know, my show at New York Comedy Club and couldn't do it. Right, Flatline, You yeah. know, just like, you know, I don't know. I don't totally understand why. Um, but for some reason, it, 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 I think you got to get used to every kind of room. Right. But you
1: got to, I think just club comics are just tighter with their jokes. I think it's easier for club comics to go to alt rooms even if they think they are a little hacky. Yeah. You know, but they'll still do reasonably yeah, well. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. And I think I have, like, the skills I've picked up doing clubs more over the last, like, you know, I've been doing comedy eight years, but really only in clubs for, like, you know, four years. Yeah. Now. Um, and I, I've still got a long way to go. But I, I feel like some of the energy that I have on a club stage... And some of the cadence too, I've picked up different cadences right. since doing that, and I've and sometimes a cadence will work. Yeah, don't even need a joke.
1: So. No, it's a, it's a lot in the in the clubs. It's about rhythm and just you know kind of applying because you, you know, you don't get a lot of time and you got to hit really a lot quickly. You yeah. Know? So I mean. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. That's why it's good to have shows because you can just do what you want to do on yeah. these shows, and then yeah.
0: you can you know you meet other people who have shows and those are the people to know. I, right. I, I'm shocked when I meet comics. Who don't or haven't produced a show I, I just i'm like like why wouldn't you it just is yeah. a no-brainer fucking brainer to me. well it's a pain in the ass it's a pain in the ass but it just like it's it's always worth it i've right. never i've run some shows that were not fun and every show i've, I've run has been like worth it to me yeah um you know I, and i always feel like when i meet other comics you know like yourself who are producing a lot of shows i respect those comics more right. you know
1: it, well you, you know that like, i always know what with with, with uh, if i put a comic who's a producer they don't usually shit. They don't. They'll never shit on your room. Yeah. You know, like you know. Oh yeah. Because they understand what it's like yeah. to run a show. Yeah, exactly.
0: Know? It's it's funny. You, you know you learn stuff like that. Um, you know it's it's a good skill to have, and I think it's important to know what makes a comedy room work. You know, there's like certain things. Like here, you know, Fairfield works because we have a low ceiling. Yeah. You know, keeping it really dark works. There's you know there's yeah. just certain things that work, and it's I I think the more you learn about that. You know the better you can position yourself. Yeah, the low ceiling thing is kind of funny because, like,
1: I did a show. I can't say where it was. Not in the city, but the ceiling was very low, but yeah. like almost too low. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: if you're over like, five. why can't you say where it was? What? Nah, nah, it? Nah. But uh, I don't think saying a place has a low ceiling is like a put down. Are you about to talk shit on it big time?
1: No, no, I just I, I never know. What that, it was just a club. Okay. Yeah, not it, was, it wasn't Fairfield Comedy Club.
0: No, no, definitely not. That's a great room. Yeah, right it's
1: here. it's the best. You should go. You should go tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You know, buy your tickets now. Um, yeah, get them in advance. Yeah. Um. But it was, anyway, it was like the, the ceilings were almost too low because like I was putting my hand up for a bit and I fucking slapped the ceiling, <laughs> and everyone started laughing. I'm like, all right, that's good. But like, I guess if you're, yeah, I mean. There, see, I guess if you're over six feet, which I think I'm at, so I don't know.
0: Oh, that must be nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even pushing it. The old stand
0: had low ceilings. Yeah. You want to hear a crazy story about the stand? So uh, how long you been in New York?
1: Uh, well my whole life. Your whole life?
0: Okay, do you remember when the stand was a bar called Proof? Mm. Do you ever remember the bar named Proof? Yeah. So when I first moved in the city, which was probably like a little 12 years ago now, uh, there was this bar called Proof where the stand is now. And I started going there, uh, because they had this deal where if, uh, my friends would like win a free open bar for an hour. So you go from like six to seven, it's free, Bud Light, free, like well drinks mm-hmm. for an hour, however many people you want to bring. And then you pay after that. So we would go and just get fucked up. And I met the owner and started doing like basketball game watches for Georgetown there. Oh, nice. And I ended up joining this bar group. So they had proof was the first bar but then they opened village poorhouse and if you know that oh yeah i know or that or bar hudson terrace yeah. so i ended up running this whole bar group um for a while but i proof was the first one they had and i used to just get when i first moved to the city I just get so drunk and so high <laughs> and then it was and then i started doing and comedy. it's different now right yeah, then i started doing comedy later and you just and get hot stand. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's never gonna change um but then uh you know this it was so weird so proof closed something else went there that closed but then it became a comedy club and i was like it's, it was just so weird wow that this place that i had spent so much of my time now became a comedy room you know as i'm now doing comedy
1: yeah room. yeah that is um wow yeah i yeah. mean um and they're, they're moving now right there somewhere else yeah. yeah they're
0: i think they're i don't know it's they're definitely losing some momentum with this break it's yeah, a yeah. Tough. well let me ask you this so you you run and have run a lot of shows yeah what you know, of the shows that you run, what is, has been, like, the best room for comedy that you've run in? Like, what's your favorite room to run a show?
1: Um, I don't know. I think they're all fun in their own way. It's, you know, like, I, I'm a kind of stickler with the shows. I want the sh- every show to be really good. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of, some of the shows are, they're not paid shows. I yeah. mean, the, the comics or the audience. So, sometimes you get some people in there. You got to kind of watch over them.
0: Yeah. You know, and
1: it, that's kind of a pain in the ass, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like that gaff place that we did when we f- first started it, you know, because we would give away free pizza. Yeah, <laughs> we were just getting homeless guys coming in there oh, to, okay. to eat. Yeah, and then they just leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We wanted them to because, like, actually come up, come some smell a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see why. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, no, that's fine. They they were like, you want to? Should we stay watch the show? We're like, no, you're good. But
0: yeah. Well, that that's a great room. I mean, I really think that's a, become like a really fun room. Yeah. Um, you you certainly developed it past the point of uh, of just homeless guys. Yeah.
1: Well, because I just said if we're gonna do a bar show, we're just gonna make it as close to, uh, like a, a, a club as
0: we possibly yeah. can. Yeah. And you've you've done a great job yeah. with that room. It's, it's but I great. think that's with any comedy room.
1: Like I think that you, it's very important to stay on top of it because there's just so many things that go wrong. Like this room here this is great. Like it's completely organization is like the most important thing. Yeah. Because if it's disorganized, the audience picks up on that. Yeah. And then the shows are bad.
0: I would argue though, uh, that more important than organization is, uh, talent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But there's so many, is
1: the thing is so many funny people. I don't know. In New York. Yeah, No, there's a lot of funny people.
0: I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't book anymore, which is a relief. Um, it's, you know, that's, I think the one downside of producing shows is booking. Uh, and, you know, I would not book people if they weren't like you mentioned, like talking shit in the room. If a comic came and did my show and like talk shit in the room, I'm like, okay, you're not getting yeah. booked again. And now I'm running club shows; they won't get booked for that. And now right. I'm running Fairfield, and if they like talk shit on one of my bar shows years ago, I'm like, that's probably not the comic that I would no. Cause you room. know that I just don't trust. You know
1: how they are. Yeah, um, but I want to clarify. I think obviously it's very important to be funny. I know. know, But there's a lot. There's a lot of. In New York City, there's so many. So there's other qualities. I
0: feel like a German show would be well organized and
1: not funny. But there's some qualities. I try to tell people this, like, you know, and you know if you book shows or whatever, is that funny is definitely the most important thing. But like a close second is like not annoying. And. Comics can
0: be very annoying in
1: different ways. Yeah, you know they do different things. Particularly
0: if they treat a room a different way, you know that's part of the challenge too. Like when you're doing those bar shows, you know you can book the very talented people, but you know you get to a point too, you get this very talented comic, and you know it's a bar show for them, so they're going to be like working out new material. That was one of the other nice things about like moving to like doing club shows is now I felt the comics that I were get was getting, I was getting the same comics, but now yeah, they're stepping it up, man. Like it's a club show, yeah, they're you know they're delivering. Uh, you know more not that I didn't enjoy you know seeing great comics like work through stuff that was part of the fun right you know of those rooms and and partially everything changes when you
1: usually you you give comedians money in any form of money like they change on on stage yeah yeah comes a job yeah Yeah.
0: no which is good which is good so so you can't pick a favorite of all the rooms you've done
1: Um, I guess I I don't know the gaps good I guess I don't know
0: yeah what it's a great Mm. room well, what? Tell me this. What is the weirdest fucking thing you've had that happen at one of your shows?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think because
0: mm-hmm. I feel like I've run enough shows, like fucking weird shit happens. Like I've got some like crazy fucking stories. Like you must have had some something weird. Uh,
1: yeah, I once had a, a woman vomit on me while I was on stage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Wow, I can't beat that. How, no, how I, it that was happen? a dude. I'm sorry, it was a dude. Um, it oh, was. Oh, it was a dude. That yeah. Makes
1: sense. Um, but it, in fairness. Um he was laughing so hard. That he vomited? He vomited, But he was like really drunk. And he was laughing he, at people. Yeah, all right?
0: I don't think you can just laugh yourself to vomit. Like no, I laughed well, pretty hard. And he
1: didn't really he, he hit my arm like a little bit and oh, stuff. So, but
0: God. so he's front row laughing hysterically and then projectile vomit. Right. But on the audience
1: arm. doesn't know. They just see a guy vomiting. So you're just making jokes like, you know, how like this isn't going well. Obviously, if the audience member is vomiting
0: on me. Were you crushing? I, I'm what? sure that were the it was things. a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But still, it was like it was because I, I was telling people after that. I'm like, some guy vomited me, vomited on me on stage, and they were like, oh, so how bad did you mom? <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a winner, right? Yeah. Whenever there's, like, any kind of, like, bodily fluids, <laughs> uh, you know, it's going to get easier to get laughs, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, unless it's blood, unless someone's bleeding to death, <laughs> then maybe not.
1: Well, <laughs> 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 I think with all this stuff in the shows, it's like, there's always the same stories, I think. I'm sure you probably had stories. Oh, yeah. It's not the vomiting, but,
0: like, no, I, I breaking I up fights that.
1: or crap like that.
0: we had, uh, actually, here one crazy night... Uh, headliners on it was uh des bishop was headlining uh one of the comics had been smoking a uh vape pen which manages to set off the fire alarm oh that's why he was talking about that so the alarm starts going off in the middle (gasps) of des's set and we can't shut it it goes to the fire department so it won't shut until the fire department comes so he's on stage 10 minutes crushing uh-huh. absolutely crushed it like it was you know the f- the fire department comes and they're like why didn't you like evacuate i'm like because i have a fucking show going on and there's not a fire here <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and they yelled at me i'm like well no i would never do that again but for 10 minutes while while the fire department was here like lights flashing outside and, and in the room they have those like flashers he uh just demolished it it was crazy wow yeah i mean to do well even after that it's like I, you know I, I couldn't imagine being in that situation um and you know doing well for even a couple minutes but he like literally demolished for uh for 10 minutes wow like that, yeah
1: i mean that's the also like distractions like if you compare it to like a bar show to a comedy club the one advantage i think a bar show has or even a place like this is there's no uh waitress service exactly and that that's throws off your especially if you have a short set i don't know if you're doing like eight minutes on stage and a waitress is out for like two or three of those minutes it's and the room is small it's a big distraction no i agree
0: and uh you know what's nice about this room is not only no waitress but no bar helps too it's byob right everyone's got their drink under their thing so you also don't have people getting up and going out so even if you have a bar show usually if you have the bar in the back of the room where it's not in the line of sight that makes a big difference that was nice about karma it was all the way in the back there um but no, you Yeah, that's s- why that kind like of. You've probably
1: that. done a theater show in your life. Oh, yeah. I mean, th- you realize how easy it is because it's like everyone's just sitting, they're all facing you. Yeah. You know, in certain clubs, people aren't even really facing you. Yep. And they're just, they're not drinking. They're not, e- they're just watching you. Focused, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, it's nice. <laughs> you know, and y- first time I ever did it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be, it was like scary. It was kind of big. Oh, yes, but I'm like, really oh, this is actually much easier. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Well, nothing's easier than this room, I don't think. I we're we're very fortunate with how uh, how good it goes all the no, time. No, this is a great room. room. You know that's but, uh,
1: that's your experience. You know.
0: Yeah, and and just good luck. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you just get lucky. Well, uh, look, Eric. I uh, you know I want to thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, um. You know, if people are looking for you, where can they find you?
1: Uh, just on Twitter, Eric Branstein on Twitter.
0: Cool. Yeah. And at the Gaff, check out the Gaff, which is every Thursday, yes. I believe. At 9 o'clock, is that right? Uh, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Yep, don't come at 9. Don't quote me. You'll miss at least half the show. Yeah, you could still come, though. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) come. You'll miss (laughs) the free pizza as well. (laughs) Right. But, uh, yeah, Eric, thanks so much for being here. Always a pleasure. All right, great. Have a good one. Thanks. Peace. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you enjoyed the listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, Special thanks to Eric Donnelly of The Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song. Brendan Ruane at Light Switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And, of course, to Vans who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.